Jeffrey Dahmer soaking blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gate. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. Welcome to the Strange Brew Podcast. <laughs> I am Tomcat, aka Tom Thompson, one of your hosts of this crazy, kooky, spooky podcast. Who am I with today on the show? It is the Deep One HP Shovecraft, one of your other immaculate co-hosts, Anton Crowley. How are you today, Tom? <laughs> the Deep One HP Shovecraft. <laughs> I'm good. Because I'm part fish people, man. Oh, yeah. I'm drinking on some scotch. And I also have some beer, my favorite beer that I've mentioned on this podcast many times. We should, have, we should have a sponsor from Flying Monkeys and these fuckers, Zodiac. Can't really see it because the camera, I got some trippy lighting on for the, for the viewers on YouTube. If it wasn't an IPA, I would drink the shit out of that beer. I love the can IPAs. can alone sells me on it. It's, uh, it's you, fall. So you're not it's, a fan. It's stout season. Yeah, so you're not a fan of, uh, well, I guess, but there's still, there's, there's IPA, like pumpkin IPAs and all that fun stuff. Have you ever had um, New Belgium? I don't know if you guys got it up in Canada, but they make uh, Voodoo Voodoo Ranger makes a atomic pumpkin one, which is habanero and pumpkin. What? That actually sounds good. Phenomenal! It's so good. So we're in the middle of the Halloween season, and I've been watching lots of horror movies. We just I just watched Pumpkinhead before this, and I haven't seen Pumpkinhead since I was like probably nine. So it's a criminally underrated film. Pumpkinhead is is fantastic, and the effects are good. He just Pulls Chest them out case. from the trees and shit. Yeah. His big claw, and you only really get to see him till the end, really. Yep. Which is he kind of has a xenomorph look about him a little bit. Yeah. Which is funny because Lance Henriksen's also in it. And for those of you listeners that don't know, he played Bishop in Aliens. Oh shit! Oh yeah, he looked familiar. No wonder. Mm-hmm. So I got some sour diesel. I got some Buddha Bliss. That sounds good. And, uh, for those of you that are on YouTube, you can see that it's for rectal use only. So Anton's been printing out all these stickers that say mm. for rectal use only, and he's been putting them everywhere. No, I bought these ones, dude. Eight bucks on Amazon for 500. It's like the best Holy eight fuck, bucks that really? I've spent ever. Um, but I did start making some strange brew stickers and they should be in by Tuesday. Yeah. And he did them where he's going to slap them everywhere <coughs> and they can, people can scan the QR code and bring it right to the website. And, yep. um, so keep your eyes peeled for those. I'll be dropping them yep. uh, around town and, I know, Send a few out Tom's way. I know most of these people consume Strange Brew in their ear holes. They like us being real close to their brain and inside their cerebral cortex. Um, but the, make sure you guys, you know, the shout out, like follow the YouTube page. Um, that's slowly building, but follow it. You know, look up Strange Brew Podcast on YouTube. You'll find us because, and on Twitch. If you just look up Strange Brew Podcast on Twitch, you can find us. We're just like, we have like one follower or two followers on there. Like, we're just kind of building that. But there will be a Halloween live on October 29th at 6 30. It'll be me, Juan, and Anton. I'll also be broadcasting that on my Twitch, uh, Invader Daggett underscore TTV. That's, uh, so you'll get multiple 
multiple ways to tune in. Yes, and, and it'll be awesome. that you'll all be there. It's going to be super it. spooky. We're probably going to play some weird clips <laughs> and, and show pictures of pumpkins we've carved or costumes we've done. And and then the following, and then the Saturday, um, probably closer to like five or six, we'll be broadcasting the Strange Brew Halloween special. It will be even better than last year's because last year's looked cheap and we were drunk and it was a crazy kooky time. And Billy was a banana and I was Freddy Krueger. But wait till this year. My costume is even better. I'm very stoked to get this costume set up and ready. So make sure you tune into those because they're going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be a way where you can stream YouTube on your TV, on your smart TV, on, on your phone to your TV, on your fucking PlayStation, wherever you can find YouTube. And like tune in, have a drink with us. Yes. Because we're definitely going to get pretty buzzed for the... Even though I have to do inventory the next day at work, I'm going to get buzzed for uh, the live. <laughs> and remember, folks, this podcast is best enjoyed inebriated. Exactly. The get on our level. <laughs> the legends of Peter Nears may be lesser known than those of Vlad the Impaler and Elizabeth Bathory, but no less horrifying. We are going back in time to the time of the Dark Ages and the medieval times where knights fought each other for no reason and kings threw scraps to the peasants and I don't know what else happened there. A lot of Get your of sack full there. of plague rats ready, fuckers, because yes. here we go, get in the time machine. We are plague rats. So that's what we've been called. But uh, yeah, so it's, we're going back into the, the, the Dark Ages and the times were a lot tougher... And um, you smelled, and uh, you most likely just ate an apple a day and drank a lot of fucking disgusting toilet-made beer or something. But wait, there was no toilets there either. Yeah, was, no, you were dumping your shit into the street. Just fucking, yeah, just out of a window, <laughs> like you're yeah. in some Monty Python movie. I mean, that is where the expression, I don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, comes from, so. That's so fucked. It was said that Peter was a master a black music, uh, magician, and a ma he was a master of the dark arts, who could render himself invisible and transform himself into a cat, a dog, or a goat. It was said that he kind of gained all these powers through cannibalization of fetuses. He's eating fucking babies, bro. Eat them babies. Eat them babies. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's something that goes back to the old legends of witches and witchcraft. Is yes. The most perverse thing a person can do is destroy an innocent life. Yeah, especially a baby. Um, that's why the myth of, of, yeah, of witches making the pact with Satan where they would and get steal pregnant. Babies. They would have the baby and then, or they would either steal the baby or they would have the baby and then they would kill that baby because it's basically, you know, the Please ultimate tell me you've seen giving Hocus God the Pocus. finger. Of course, I've seen Hocus Pocus. Okay, so I, two years ago, Snapchat had the audacity to remind me that two years ago, I was in fucking Marblehead, Salem. And uh, Marblehead is where they filmed Hocus Pocus. I'll send you some pictures later, That's but awesome. I have pictures of, like, Max's house. Um, I have pictures. Yeah. You should show uh, them the live you know what's stream. Crazy? You should show them the live stream. <clears throat> you know what's crazy is, uh, they don't ever show you this in the movie, but Max's house is right next to, like, a port. It's right next to, like, the ocean. Oh. Um, Weird. Yeah, but you don't see it because they don't shoot it from that angle. No. It's pretty cool. That's Dude, Salem, Massachusetts, oh my God, and Marblehead, it's gorgeous. I it's love, gorgeous. I, I love, went at the tail end of September, so yeah. we missed the Halloween crowd. I love and hate Billy's, um, but I love the Billy in the in the movie. The fucking the zombie, the dead guy. 
Oh, he's the best. He's fucking he's awesome. He keeps trying to cut his things open to fucking tell her to fuck off pretty much. Go to hell. I've been yeah. there. It's quite nice. <laughs> that's uh, that's an awesome fucking movie. And, you know, I watch it every year. And, I, you know, I, I'm, I love watching a lot of horror movies during October. I make sure hell yeah. I get in a lot. And the thing is, Shudder is hit and miss, but I always get it for October. Because there's actually Bro, creep a, show is back. Yeah, I know. There's a couple movies I want to watch. Eli uh, Eli Roth is like history of horror sh- is very good. Um, all that stuff is is fun and get into the spooky season yourself if you enjoy it. Because if you're listening to this, you must enjoy the spooky dookie times. One of us, Eli Roth, is a far better horror historian than he yeah, is a director. Because honestly, I can't stand his fucking movies. Kevin Kevin Wood or Kevin Fever is fine. Kevin Fever's pretty That's, good, I guess. I like Sean then, from Boy Meets World. Yeah, I keep forgetting that he's in that. <laughs> and what else? I he, prefer he, he did, he did uh, Deputy movies. Dewey, or not Deputy Dewey. Uh, Deputy uh, fuck is his name? The go back inside and party. Everything's cool, man. Yeah. What else? The, what else did he do? I can't remember. I thought he did a couple. He was in Detroit Rock City. No, Eli Roth. Eli Roth did. Okay, so he did Clown. He did Green Inferno. Uh, clown he was did. Weird. Yeah, Clown was, was, was actually half decent. I I didn't hate it as much as I hate most he of his other stuff. He does more Green of the Inferno shock, creepy. Like, I think uh, that's where it is. Yeah, he's also the Bear Jew in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, what? I didn't even pay attention to that. Wow. Yeah. That's why he looks so goddamn familiar. The Bear Jew. You the Bear Jew. So, it is kind of crazy that, like, this guy would fucking, he would cannibalize babies, and he kept uh, severed hands and feet of infants in a leather pouch at all times. So, story say. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's that's fucking foul. I wonder if he just like he takes it. It's just like you know, it's just like a road stack. So if he gets hungry when he's walking the trails, he's like, "It's baby jerky." Yeah. <laughs> oh, hand me that foot. I'm starving. I haven't eaten in six hours. What well, mm, is it, this one? Well, yeah, and it is it is the whole thing you know what to do with witches and stuff like that too? Because that you are you are right when it talks about like that. What's the most foul thing you can do? Is eat well, a, a baby. A major principle of magical workings is breaking social taboos uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Depending, like if you're doing the the black arts and you're not pursuing magic for you know spiritual enlightenment or you, you know. think you could do a, a a magic ritual like and you like speak into s- like a chick's asshole or a guy's asshole or whatever and you just like open it up and you whisper inside of it and be like I wish for a million dollars. <sighs> Like you think if you like really put your intention into it, maybe it'd poof out and there'd be like a sign and you were sprayed by magic fart dust. That's actually hilarious because, <laughs> uh, and, and a weird synchronicity. I was just rereading, um, Libra Null and Psychonaut yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the aspects of the ritual of Baphomet is it's blowing funny. on the perennium. It's, it's that, that supposed perverse kiss to Baphomet's nethers is blowing on the perennium because you're supposed what? to trigger you the kund- kundalini that way. So what Baphomet's you're saying is actually ass? a thing. Yeah. You're you got to blow, blow in between. It, what? Wait, what? <laughs> you're supposed to blow in Baphomet's ass? No, you're supposed to blow on his perennium. What the fuck is that? That's the space in between your genitals and your asshole. That's called a gooch. Yeah, but the actual term for it is perennium. It's not like, what? doctor, I done tore my gooch. Perennium? <laughs> yeah, you've 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 uh, lacerated, lacerated your perennium, sir. Not I call it my driveway because my balls are my house and my asshole is the backyard. I don't know. That was a stupid joke. <laughs> oh Lord! Yeah, glad you like it. 
It's no wonder then why the German robber bandit been solely rooted among some of the worst serial killers in history. And me and Anton's have talks to obviously get into a lot of serial killers down the road. But the way I like to do, I like to space everything out. Do a little of this, do a little of that, and then get yep. back into the serial killers, right? Yeah. So, and I thought this is a perfect tale because it's so creepy and we don't know if it's folklore or if it's truth or everything is a little bit of folklore. Even serial killers like, like me and Juan uh, do, uh, did um, Gerard Schaefer, which will be out by that time. This gets released and, you know, he's just like, I killed 34 people. No way, I killed like 100 people. And it's just like he kept adding it on and on and on. And I killed a pregnant woman. Does that count as two? Like she, he says shit like that or just like, all right, like maybe... You should be in a solitary room, maybe not take any interviews. But you, they get, you know, favors for stuff like that. Like, look at that Henry deals. Lee Lucas, where he kept oh, yeah. confessing to murder after murder just so they'd take him out for a fucking strawberry milkshake. I like he got time to go out, and he got to go wander around in a field and be like, oh, I don't remember, I guess this isn't the right place. I'll, I'll take you to the body tomorrow. Can you get me a strawberry milkshake? <laughs> And so many serial killers are friends with law enforcement, too, which is weird because well, it's yes. this, like... Anton has expressed that he wants to definitely get into the co-ed killer, which we will. And he was good friends with some coppers. We talking about uh, old Mr. Edmund Kemper himself? Yeah, I like him mm. a lot. He liked Ed to Kemper. fuck his mother's head. <laughs> I, I, I love the, uh, I don't love, I shouldn't say love, but the vocal cord. I love the vocal cord bit that he did with his mother. And uh, yeah. I'm sure it once in the I'll save that for the episode. But yeah, yeah. save that. It's just like, you know, I was like, Jesus, I'm always like, man. oh, I love Charles Manson. And Chelsea's like, you don't love him. You find him interesting. I'm like, no, I would give him a big hug. <laughs> I actually so I, in my youth, I uh, I met a man. You masturbated who, to Charles Manson? No, no, I'm not into short guys. <laughs> I mean, that, it's we terrible, wouldn't get but along then. My, yeah, sure. my. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't, I didn't say I don't like short guys. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, my last boyfriend was actually quite a bit shorter than me, so I can't even really say anything. Yeah, I'm like um, five six, so I got not five seven maybe. There you go. That's not too much shorter than me. But no, so I met a I met a dude. I knew a dude uh, who did time in San Quentin and had a necklace that made of Charles he, Manson's teeth. Made of Charles Manson's hair that oh, Manson because really? Manson made necklaces with hair and uh, this Hilarious. this dude you could got, sell that for uh, so much money, right? You could that shit's got to be worth a fuckload of money. Uh, and this is the story, so I I don't know if it's true, but it was definitely made out of hair. I do can you, confirm that much. Do you think if um if Charles Manson ever had a dildo made of his penis that women would buy it or guys? I would believe I would be willing to bet money that there is a market for people that would yes. buy that. Ted, Bundy's I mean, there are people that like, would buy oh, it just man. to have it. And there are people that would buy it to fuck Charles Manson. We should like, start that business and kind of lie and just like say that this is like you're and we'll just guess. Well, I'll draw them up and we'll just, we'll make a whole dildo line of serial killer dicks. You know, we'll just guess like, you know, like, you know, like Edmund Kemper's probably got a thick stumpy chode. Right? That's what I would think. One would imagine. And then Ed Gein's got a little Peter. He's definitely got like a little Peter. I actually, dude, I would be willing to bet that Gein was probably packing. You think so? I think Gein was packing. I think BTK had the definition of a micro penis. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. 
And then Berkowitz uh, was was definitely a tiny little tiny. schmeckle as well. Yes. Um, Ted Bundy probably had a good seven, maybe an eight. I, I would say Ted Bundy was probably a slim six. <laughs> slim six. All right. Who? Okay. Since we're already talking about this, who do you think has uh, out of all the serial killers? Who do you think has the biggest penis? Zodiac. He got away with it. Yeah, but like people we know of. Uh, Zodiac. I don't know because he never like he just stabbed people and shit. I'm trying to think of like Jerry Brudos probably has a fucking small one. Uh, Hands Ram. Pans I'm going, Ram, I'm yeah. going Pans Ram. I'll go, I'll go, no, I'll, I'll switch it up. I'll go with a famous guy, a real famous guy. I'll go Dahmer. Good old hashtag Dahmer dick. Do you think, do you think Dahmer was packing? I think he was fit. I think. Uh, either, skate. Well, what the yeah. fuck does fit have to do with your dick size? That's true. Either, um, well, if I lost weight, I'd probably gain like five inches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom, that's a lot of weight that needs to be lost. If that's how many inches you're losing, I'm holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> maybe it maybe a good inch. Um, but uh, it's it, it, I think it, uh, I think that Dahmer's probably got like we're getting a weird uh, penis serial killer talk. But I think he, he probably was average. That's what I think. But if he's tall and lengthy, then maybe he's got some weird uh, fucking penis hanging down yeah. to his short shorts. It's definitely not, definitely not rocking a John Holmes. No, you know what I mean? no, no, coming up. Just uh, wink, wink, hint, hint. Um, so it's just like crazy, and like uh, I still don't know who uh, the serial killer who has the biggest has the biggest penis. Um, what do the fans think? Let us know. Give me an email. What serial killer do you think has the biggest penis? Let us know. Yeah, and if any of you have documented proof, I mean, hey. Fucking send and it my way. Don't forget to look up um, serialkillerdildos.com. <laughs> I think it's a fucking Dude, That's idea. actually a fucking brilliant idea. You just market uh, it. You just how do we all... copyright this right I now know. so nobody else takes that? I, I feel like that is a moneymaker. Right now is the time to strike for that yes. iron. All right, I'm going to talk to my friends in the industry because I was a fluffer at one point. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, one of us has worked in the adult film yeah, industry. Yeah, you have. So <laughs> Peter Nyers was born in a peasant family. And like, this is the tale of the medieval boogeyman, the boogeyman. The medieval boogeyman and the medieval peasants rising up to crush their lords and overlords. Yes. And then adding to more atrocities. Amazing at German this people time, so there, yes, at this time, there was an uprising of peasants. This is the time where people were starting to re, uh, revolt against the government and not even the government at this point because it wasn't government. It was the king rules all. You fucking suck his wiener and bring him sacks of fucking children. Yeah, fuck. but there's still there's still a system to it, like a to an uh, extent. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have in a um, monarchy, you have aristocracy as well, and then the aristocracy is what handles the day to day. The monarch makes the you know all calls all the shots, and obviously they answer to them. Yeah, but. You know, the aristocracy still has power and holds sway over certain things. Like, the lords are lord of their land. So, uh, to a certain extent, they don't have to do what <coughs> well, other and then they lords show up are doing. And then it's just like, I, you know, I want to I wanna invade this place. And they just fought with each other constantly. But right. it is a crazy time. And, you know, you know, um, ding, ding for fucking Terry. You know who I think set up uh, the hierarchy is the reptilians. How their supposedly the conspiracy goes, how their system goes, is the exact same way 
as ours used to be and to an extent still is, um, especially in Canada. I did a video. I was like, how in the world do we still have a monarchy? Why is there a royal family? Why is there anyone that's better than somebody else because of their fucking bloodline? Why does religion Stupid. still exist? Because people love traditions. It makes them feel safe. Well, they, they can it, go away, it, man. It binds generations together. No, I agree to a certain extent, <laughs> but I think ritual and tradition is definitely important. No, I know. I agree. A human but life, I understand religion more than I understand royalty. You know how 60, I think 60% of those fucking hoity toity Brits. Sorry. We love you guys. Just joking. Um, they all, they, uh, in a poll, but who knows who this, who took this poll. Um, but they said 60% of them, uh, still wants the monarchy. And it's just like fucking weird, bro. You want this? Wait, they old still want rep- it? Yeah. Like you, you like this reptilian old, old sneaky bitch. Like, uh, huh. I, I hate the queen. That's a poll. Okay. But at the same time we did a poll on, um, should, uh, the unshot, the unvax, um, in Canada, should the unvax have restrictions and, 70,000 people said no, and like 2,000 people said yes. And those are the people that we call Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's... I know. Fucking interesting. Weird, weird times we're living in uh, associated this time because it's, it's nearing towards the winter, and who knows what's going to happen next. Yeah, what's on the horizon this winter? We shall see. I know. So, like, he was born into a peasant family in the 16th century in Germany. And during the heyday um, of s- serfdom, is that, mm-hmm. is that yep. what does serfdom. that mean? Yep. So serf is like servant. Think, think servant, but like a oh, free servant. Oh, that makes fucking almost. so much sense. Uh, an indentured uh, slave. Indentured not, slave. Not an indentured no? servant, because an indentured servant is somebody who they give up their indentures themselves like, for yeah. one reason or another, generally due to immigration. Like over here, we had a bunch of indentured Irish servants during, uh, even during the Civil War. Like there were there were Irish slaves, for lack of a better term. No, no, that 100%. were just indentured servants. So Peter Nears saw firsthand the struggles of rampant classism, no doubt the inhumane conditions. And treatment of the peasant class was a catalyst for his later sociopathic, psychopathic, oh, like his persona and the way he carried himself and who he was. It kind of came from this because he didn't agree or like the fact that there was people better off than he was. I I don't even know if it was necessarily him not liking that there were the people that were better yeah. off than he was. I think it was more just him not being okay with the inhuman conditions in which he lived. And then he was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make people feel the same way that I felt. Yeah, because, I mean, that's that's what the uh, <clears throat> the research that I was doing yielded, which is he became a bandit once he reached a point where he's like, nah, I'm not, nope, I'm not going to work only to eke by. Yeah. And then, you know, went and did his thing. So Peter Nyer's murder spree took place in, an, uh, in the aftermath of a countrywide peasant uprising that began in 1525, also known as the German Peasant War. The Peasant's War, yeah. It's a Peasant's War. I am fucking broke, so I'm going to revolt. This <laughs> is like pissed off. There's no better reason other than, you know, like, what do you do when your people are starving and you look up the hill and you yeah. see that the aristocracy is not starving? You go take the food. Give them cake and they won't do anything. 
You're the one working to fucking make sure that the food is picked in the first place. I know. The lords aren't coming down and picking. You're getting their permission to grow on their land, their land. Yeah. And, you know, they're taking a tax. And if that tax is more than you can possibly afford to pay, then you know what, dude? Fuck that. And they supposedly did kill a far amount of royalty at this time Mm -hmm. or, or people that were higher up in class. Yeah. So, yeah, there was there was know. a bunch of bloodshed. Um I guess there were like makeshift armies of peasants that would just storm the uh, the castles for lack of a better term with their like sticks and he, and their poopy buckets. That's what Look, Man, America lost a war to a bunch of Vietnamese rice farmers, so anything true, is possible. Cuz they know how to hide in holes, okay? Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the biggest military budget on the planet lost a war to a bunch of rice farmers. <laughs> So this revolt was the largest uprising in Europe until the French Revolution. Yeah? <laughs> what? I know. It's supposed to be dark. It's creepy. All right. Go away, creeper. <laughs> My girlfriend. You got to keep that in. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, yeah. So, like, obviously this uprising happened, and it was, like, the largest revolt like in the uprising in Europe until the French Revolution, which is crazy, and that's what we need today in the entire world. In my well, opinion. here's the here's the here's the adverse to that. After the French Revolution, uh, oh god, what the hell was it called? It was like the the Reign of Blood or that something like fun. that? Because it was just is that a Slayer song. Yeah, Raining Blood is a Slayer <laughs> song, yes. Uh, but the yeah the the reign of blood was basically and I'm I'm sure that's not the name of it I'm I'm misremembering right now, but it was just brutal. Yes. There were just people getting executed all the time for fuck all nothing. Um, We've had enough of this. Yeah, it's it's great, but the problem is is that atrocity breeds atrocity. I agree. You, there's no there's no way around that level of change without massive bloodshed, no. and it's really shitty to even think about. I think that's the reason why people stay in certain systems for as long as they do. Yeah. So peasants, their armies, stormed the castle of the wealthy landowners, the monasteries, and the city. So they kind of, like, got their piss buckets together and their sharp sticks. What else? Do, what kind of weapons do you think they had? Gosh, like, I'm like, sure they had hammers. I got a and spade. Kitchen knives, probably. I don't know. This guy shows up with three forks, and he kills, like, more than anybody else. Just like jugular, jugular, jugular as he's going down the fucking row of kings and fucking popes and whatever fucking <laughs> landowners. Because, yeah, fucking crazy. You talking about the Blue Raja when he snaps from that, uh, oh, that classic yeah. 1999 film, Mystery Men? Yeah. Just, yeah, just so the listeners know, Anton's showing his Mystery Men t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so as a result, crimes ra- crime rates in Germany soared. Surviving records reveal that the murder accounted for anywhere from 11 to 15% of the country's crime between 1570s to the 1590s. The 1590s. Those goddamn chili fries are making me burp. Um, that thing looked heady, dude. It, Holy shit, there was. were a lot of beans in those chili fries. And But... Very disappointing because a lot of chili on top, but nowhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. I love it. Yeah, so which is crazy because, like, you know, you'd think that murder would be there in this time period. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 15, 11 to 15% back then, I think, is like, like okay. Like, it's not that bad. Yeah. What else? What, I don't know how many other crimes. I'm sure rape was like 70% of the crimes. I touched I would her say probably most of the crimes are crimes against the state. Like, hey, you were starving and you got caught oh, yeah. hunting on the, the king's land. Or, hey, you didn't you pay stole your taxes. Some, yeah, you stole some bread with a monkey named Pooh. Yep, or debtor's prison. So it's like, hey, you owe this much debt. Now you can't pay it back, but you're going to prison. Because, you know, we live in a society and you need to pay your fucking debts, even though we've been taxing the living shit out of you. Did you you should have my... thought about that before you borrowed money to feed your kids, asshole. Did you get my Aladdin reference? Yes. Yes. Funny. Funny. <laughs> Ag- Agrabah. <laughs> the revolution naturally fostered a hostile environment in which groups of thieving highwaymen kind of became a thing. Where these people would just take from whoever they wanted. You know what I mean? Oh, you're getting in the yeah. mood now. Turn off the lights. Yeah. I'm figuring out how it how it works. I uh, I'm getting, getting that set up. Hang on, let's get that black light going, For dude. The the filter that you you got going on right now is making your eyes look like you're coming off a five year uh, spice melange addiction. I know. Um, I don't know how this is. It's literally a blue light, but it's making my skin look fucking pink. Looks like your hands part of an old system of a down album cover. Oh yeah, <sighs> spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I love System of a Down. Nears formed a gang of his own. Nears formed a gang in Alicia, France, and a town situated in the middle of the conflict. It was believed that Nears was inspired by his fellow murderer, Martin Steer, a shepherd and murderer who organized a 48 fellow shepherds into a gang of bandits. He's like, are you getting tired of of of, of farming the? Uh, uh, how do you how do you do a French accent? <laughs> Are you getting tired of farming? Are you getting tired of the farming and tending to the sheep? We need to be the lions, not the sheep. You come with me. We start a gang. It would be awesome. We all have uncut penises and we drink red wine. <laughs> we drink red wine and we wear track suits. It's fine. <laughs> So, like, and Steer, like, and his gang claimed to have traveled all over the all over the place and even all the way to the Netherlands, like, just robbing people, sticking up places like they're stick-up kids, like, just, like, taking anybody that they saw fit, they could get away with, like, banditing and poaching their, their, their shit. They're trying to get their fair, fair share, you know, but they, uh, they're trying to, in the words of 50 Cent, they're trying to get rich. That's right. <laughs> That's a fucking 15-year-old reference for you. <laughs> That's Bring right. it way back. <laughs> so, after two 22-year crime screams, Steer was executed in 1572, but not before mentoring Peter Nears. Peter Nears and his rotating group of 24 bandits terrorized the Europe countryside, the European countryside, for years as they stole from and murdered travelers on remote, quotations, highways. Because what the fuck was a highway in the fucking 1600s and 1500s? I mean, that's where the term highwayman comes from. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that really boring movie? The Which one? Man? There's plenty of really boring movies. The Highwaymen. No. It was I a did Netflix not. film. It was boring. 
Isn't that the one where uh, Woody oh, Harrelson? Yes, Woody Harrelson and it wasn't was that, that good. And I don't. And it was remember. the two dudes that killed Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. Yeah, that was boring as shit. I, got, I still have to watch really True boring. Detective, though. I heard that's amazing um, with Woody Harrelson yeah, and Yeah, Chelsea keeps telling me to watch True Detective, and we should, like, we should watch that. And I've never seen it, actually, so we're both on that fucking train. Hell yeah. I'm not allowed on trains anymore, though, because I'm a Jew. Um, technically, in the eyes of the government. By that logic, <laughs> Tom, and correct me if I'm wrong, but shouldn't you be getting on the train? <laughs> yeah, that's true. The gang <laughs> split up into two targeted like smaller attack groups like they like mm-hmm. like they had fucking military eyes they know what the fuck they're doing or or they banded together to take down uh larger ones so they would kind of split off and do like smaller kind of schemes and steal and take and kill and rob and everything they did that was horrendous and they yeah. would do all that right so but then if it was like a large one they would kind of attack it all what and, and, and to me i know it's weird because it's like 400 years, 300 years later, it just reminds me of like games like Red Dead Redemption where you're just kind of like waiting for that horse and carriage to go by and then you're like, all right, fucking get him, get, fucking beat the shit out of everyone in the horse and carriage, steal all their shit because technically it would be kind of like that. It would just be more or less with swords. No, I think that's pretty accurate. Swords, bows and arrows, yeah. Um, you're waiting and that's the big part of it, just laying in wait, waiting for the stuff to arrive and then you spring out and attack. You, you want to do it, you know, like a lightning blitzkrieg style, and that's not just because they're German. No, uh, yeah, and uh, but it is uh, supposedly. I think we'll get into it. But Peter Nears used to walk around with a fucking big ass two handed sword on him and two pistols at the time. But I'm imagining that's sort of intimidating as fuck. I imagine these are like, like, oh my god, I'm fucking jack it off to make sure, it, like, pump all the the fucking the gunpowder into it quickly, even though you like it just. It's like a pirate gun. Boom, boom, and then it's like 10 minutes to fucking re, re, put all the gunpowder in, pump it in the fucking hand, hand cannon, because essentially that's what it was, right? Yeah, but it's, I'm sure it was terrifying for back in the day because that meant a slow, agonizing death. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, great, you shot me with a ball, now I can't get it out, and if I do get it out, yeah. I'm going to get an infection because the doctor is pissing on his hands before he's fucking coming in. <laughs> we true. don't have toilet paper, so you're wiping your ass with your fucking hand. So true. So, so true. Eventually, the gang, and like, they kind of got into even doing much larger crime, and they even, like, marched into towns and villages to murder, rape, and attack citizens for their goods. They literally, like, started, like, a little army of, like, and as they're coming, you just hear them, we, like, rape, kill, and we like to rape and kill and murder. We like to rape and kill and murder. And you just like hear that slowly come. You're like, oh, fuck. It's a bad day. It's is a bad that, day when you hear is that Is that song. that goddamn Peter fucking gang? Nobody liked Third time Peter. this week. <laughs> fuck out of here, Peter. You took everything. Supposedly he had like two small fingers too and like a big scar under his chin. Hmm. Well, like cut off fingers. It's something like that. He had like... He had like a um, a small hand. You ever have meet one of those kids? I, yes. I, I had one of the well, my brother was uh, friends with a kid that had a small hand. Peter's gang like literally traveled hundreds of miles to southern Germany, western France. The you know where the Ryland is? I've never even heard of that place. Mm-mm. That sounds fun. Maybe it, maybe it's called something different nowadays. And Bavaria, they went all over the place. Like, and the gang's widespread uh, network of crime extended 
the stories of their misdeeds across Europe and create this lore like around Peter Nyer and his crimes that persist to this day that people still supposedly maybe in more or less that area, maybe because we're on the other side of the world that we don't really hear it about this guy as much. Mm -hmm. Um, but even when you're researching this stuff, there is not much shit on this guy. No, like the many stories you can find about uh, Vlad the Impaler and stuff like that. I really do think that it's because he was a peasant. He wasn't royalty. If he was royalty, there would be legends told about him everywhere because your name is much more known when you're royal. He was simply infamous instead of being famous and infamous in like in the case of, you know, Vlad Tepish or Ezra Bathory. Yeah, Elizabeth. That's English. She wasn't English. I know, but I wish she was. (laughs) Uh, um, In 15, that's the kind of chick you got to get behind, man. You got to marry her and make sure you don't fuck up. I mean, I feel like you're going to fuck up no matter what with her. Like once, one one thing and she's like, I guess I'm fucked. But you got to be, you got to be from better stock than she is. Your family has to pull more weight. So she, there's no way in hell she can kill you and get away with it. Yeah. And I think we're going to eventually talk about too, um, the chick from Louisiana. From Louisiana? No, uh, Orlando. Or uh, fucking New Orleans, goddammit. Which one? Your 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 fucking fuck buddy, Nicolas Cage. He bought her house. Oh, fucking um. Yeah. I don't, oh my god. I can't think of her either, so it's okay. Marie Laveau. Yes, that's gonna be the Voodoo fun. Queen of New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. New Orleans. So in fifty, yeah. Um. So which I eventually I want to get into all these historical creepy creatures. Dude, voodoo is fucking fascinating. That's a religion that started from, you know... This light is intense, Slaves bro. trying to figure shit out. In 1577, Peter and members of his gang were captured for the first time after 11 years of crime. One of Peter's accomplices had turned them in, and Peter was consequently... Consequently... Peter was tortured, all right? Mm-hmm. Well, and ruthlessly tortured at yes. that. It was... What All type of tortures do you think up. he did? They did to him. Well, they said that they, um, so like it, he didn't die from any of the shit until the, the, the very end, obviously. But so he had his skin filleted. Yes, I heard that. And, yeah. and stripped from his body. They soaked his feet in hot, in yes. oil, not hot oil. They soaked his feet in oil and then held it above red hot coals basically to cook him. Which is uh, and then crazy. I believe they eventually put him on the rack afterwards, which yes. is what breaks every bone in your body. And then that didn't kill him, so they just fucking quartered him. They quartered him while he was alive, which the I would imagine. How too. long does it take to die from blood loss when you've had all of your arms and legs chopped off? Yeah, pirates do that. Pi- uh, pirates have the the whole history about uh, being drawn and quartered, um, or doing mm-hmm. it to other pirates, or or the British doing that to pirates. Uh, once the British they, did uh, it to any them. enemies of the state. It was uh, it was mm-hmm. meant to be a deterrent from other people attacking them, exactly. like with uh, the, you know the Braveheart shit, where they basically cut his genitals off and then disemboweled him while he was still alive. Yes, yeah, in literally. front of fucking hundreds of townspeople. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I haven't seen that movie kidding, in, in, in forever, but um, I gotta revisit it just for that. Dude, scene. the actual details, like a uh, detailed account, is gruesome well maybe we'll have to get into that because i always think that's that's crazy that you know they in the yeah the the putting his feet in oil and then 
putting them over like hot coils, essentially a low flame. So you're mm-hmm. just kind of roasting slowly. Yep. Imagine what char- his feet look like after. Oh, imagine the pain. But I mean, if this dude was killing and eating babies, fuck him, he had it coming. But, is you know. It, is eating babies not okay? I thought that's what all the elites do. No, they, not if they're not free-range, Tom. <laughs> you have to buy your babies at an organic store. Yeah, there's, there's a whole farm with fucking kids, like, plucking the grass. And there's, like... <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, the visual, my God. And, uh, <laughs> just a bunch of little... <laughs> I'll take that one, that one, and that one. Can you, uh, can you marinate them here for me? I, I want to cook it. I'll take the Filipino... We like Filipino, the Japanese, yeah, there's a lot of them. We'll get them, and then I'll take that one Brazilian. Perfect. Give me the fattest free-range children you got. <laughs> he reportedly confessed to 75 murders, several counts of, like, missing local women. Mm-hmm. In which is, so he admitted to, all these women were missing, he admitted to it. And Peter Nyer somehow managed to escape his first imprisonment and actually avoid, avoid execution, which is incredible for the time error. Absolutely, yeah. Which I think is crazy that he avoided the execution, considering what he did, or what at least even if he was believed, they they could uh, tell you that like, oh, this this guy like raped my wife and then fucked my chicken, and he would probably be hung like hung at the gallows. You know what I mean? So, or yeah. hanged. Me and Billy always get in that conversation. Is it hung or is it hanged? I believe it's hanged. Yeah, which is weird. Past tense, right? I think hung is only uh, when you're talking about in reference to an ornament or, or that guy. guy's hung. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, it's like a baby's arm holding an apple. Which is like in some, like soon after the, the stories of his terrors reached f- like a folklore level. Of like like these these folklorous levels of gore that once he was caught and he admitted to it and they pro- he probably like slightly bragged about it to an extent it started to create this folklore of his character almost like that whole thing of how serial killers enjoy that and actually want to get caught mm-hmm. to re- relive or be this how like it's almost like e- egotistical because they're like. I am the craziest of the crazy. Yeah, you know, the <clears throat> trying to be big man on campus no matter what or the biggest fish in the pond just being like, yeah, I'm fucking crazier than you when I've done more shit than you've done. I don't know why I went hillbilly when we're talking about a 16th century German, but... Since, it, uh, since it's Halloween, did you ever watch Big Wolf on campus? Yeah, dude, I fucking, I fucking love, that, love show. that show, man. Nobody oh really God. remembers it. And I'm like, and you can, oh, it's so good, man. Tom, and this is why we're friends, because you know shit like this. Oh, <laughs> I, I, even fucking this, cheers, I came up dude. with a theme song. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers the camera. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. It was Dude. like, I li- see, and I was such a big horror fan, and like, it's the Halloween season. Like, we're, like, literally in, in the middle of Halloween when this is coming out. Like, it, it was such a, like, I l- anything that was horror or even kind of scary, like, goosebumps, anything, man, I was so about that shit. 
Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark, yeah. Unsolved Mysteries, Monsters, yes. fucking Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, all that shit, like, got my goat, man. I was like, man, especially, like, I loved um, Big Wolf on Campus. Big Wolf I, on Campus was so good. I'm going to rewatch There were so it. many great episodes. I started rewatching on YouTube. It looks like shit, because it's not, obviously, HD. It's And it's bad, but I, I wanted to rewatch it all. I was actually going to rewatch Buffy, too. Dude, Buffy is fantastic. It's, it's a great show. Have you ever seen the movie, the original? Uh, from the 80s, right? 70s? Yeah, with uh, Rutger Hauer plays the vampire and Paul Rubens plays his assistant. What? His, his second Pee-wee in command. Herman plays? Bro, oh, yeah. Man, I, have, I have to revisit that. And it's, so many it's directed. I have to it's directed by Joss Whedon, the guy who did Buffy the Vampire Slayer the series. So it's the really? same dude, but it's, um, yeah. Joss no, Whedon, good have to. for Buffy, terrible for the Justice League. And fuck you. Fuck Zack Snyder. Uh, have you seen it yet? I've, I've seen enough Zack Snyder movies to know that I hate Zack Snyder. You're retarded. I know. Um, if he, It's amazing, man. All right. Which is crazy he got away with this. And essentially, like, he avoided execution and um, really imprisonment for a long time. Which is, it just, it's mind-boggling to, that people can... That he got away with this to an extent. Yeah, especially given the brutal nature of these crimes. Like, there wasn't more of an outcry. So yeah. part of me thinks that that may be because some of the legends were propaganda started by, yes. you know, the, the lords of the land that were trying to get him caught at all costs. Yeah. Because he was raiding the wrong people, I guess. No, no, that makes uh, a lot of sense. And, it, and then so, like, when this, like, when he got released, essentially, and... When he didn't get executed and he was still allowed to roam free, it kind of made, like, his folklore grow. So, like, pamphlets and books and songs about him were, like, circulating. Oh, Peter Nias, he's a really scary guy. He might eat your children. You may die, die. Like, there was, like, children singing this while they're skipping rope out of a uh, a rope made out of fucking their mother's hair because that's all they could afford. It's a rope made (laughs) out of their dead father's intestines. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Daddy would like us to play. Uh, It's amazing we still get to play with Daddy, even though he's been (laughs) dead for four years. That's so bad. We keep it in a nice icebox so it stays nice and firm. It's my turn to snuggle with Daddy, (laughs) no. They have his head in their fucking bunk bed. Oh, my God. It's it's like... um, It's like he never left. It's like a bunk... uh, It's like a three... A, what we, a quadruple bunk bed? Just like With his head just taxidermied on the wall? <laughs> I like to stare at daddy as mommy reads me stories. I miss daddy telling stories, but at least he looks when mommy's doing it. <laughs> and like these these books and songs like kind of like featured the cannibalism aspect of it, the black magic rituals, and the supernatural ability. So we obviously have no clue if this is... just folklore or if he did do some sort of horrific crimes and they just kind of said, well, how could a person be so evil? He was in a black magic. He didn't follow the Bible. He told Jesus to go fuck himself. I didn't like it. According to the collection of pamphlets (laughs) by Jesus, Johan Wick, 
which if you weren't versed to the Dude. German language, it looks like John Wick. I was going to say, Johan Wick, yo, tell me somebody killed his dog, mm-hmm. and now we've got a problem. Uh, possibly the first ever true crime reporter. He's not what much- an illustrious... He's thing f- to boast about. Yeah, I'm the, the first, first ever true crime reporter. He's the first true crime podcaster, but it just wasn't audio form yet. We're better. We're still better. Yeah, no. The killer summoned the devil in the woods uh, near Prasburg, France, which sounds like it's German. How would you do pra- Pras? Because it's P-F-A-I-A-Z-B-U-R-G. P-F-A-I? Yeah. Fiasberg? Yeah, but it sounds like German, but it's in France. It does sound German. Yeah, it sounds very German. Fassburg. Everything Fassburg. Ends, I think it ends with a Berg. It's probably German. <laughs> and supposedly, he called on these powers to complete his crime. And there's all these stories of, of Peter Nyers doing black magic, too. And these stories also claim before his execution, mm-hmm. it, like by Martin Steers, because uh, these, these pamphlets were created by uh, Johann Wick, and that's who kind of created the folklore, uh, more or less, around Peter Nyers. And the, the, all these stories start to circulate and also claim before the execution of, like, Martin Steer, which was the, the mentor of Peter mm-hmm. Nyers. Uh, he trained Peter Nyers in the black arts, in the black magic. Yeah. And um, for all the people out there, including, including you, bud, including you, bud, I was pointing at myself, you over there. Wait, me? me? Yeah. Listen to La Coca Nostra. Ma- uh, Masters of the Dark Arts. Masters of the Dark Arts. It's with a Copa fucking, Nostra. yeah, it's a really dope rap song. Listen when he says he's he's like the Saudi Arabians own Twitter. Uh, uh, it's crazy. It's like uh, the Saudi, yeah, Illuminati on Facebook, and uh, it's it's nuts. It's yeah. Just look, make sure you type that in. Uh, look that up because that's I will I will verse you at the end of our friendship when we're eighty and we're both dead um, about a lot of really great hip hop. To be honest, okay, I, I can I'm I can, I can get down. you. Into really I mean, you hip-hop. have good taste. You have a Weatherman tattoo on your on your wrist. Hey, you and like Cage? I love Aesop Rock. Yeah, Cage, yeah. bud. It, it, it's a Wick, Johan Wick. I want to call him John Wick. You killed my dog, and I'm going to say nothing for the whole movie, and I'm just going to beat everyone up. You know what? You guys are such a big fan of Nick Cage. I like my boy. I do. You you love you love Keanu Reeves? I like Keanu, man. I also love Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is awesome. You ever seen the movie Keanu with uh, Jordan well, No, Peele? I have not. I've what? Not, no. you never seen with Jordan Peele with, and their with, cat? With Key? Yeah, it's funny. Oh, it's Jordan Peele? Okay. It's Jordan Peele and uh, it's Key and Peele. You've never seen Keanu? Nope. So it's I'm lo- trying to find because uh, they, you know, Peter Nears was was broken on the wheel. Yes, uh, which we'll and get I'm trying to, to find to. what exactly goes into being broken on the wheel. Yeah, I can, oh, okay, I I found can hear it. you typing. Uh, w- Wick, I know. <laughs> it's that action keyboard. Wick, who action had keyboard now had followed both Peter's and Martin's crimes closely, published three pamphlets about Nears between uh, 1577 and 1583 that revealed the depths of his depravity. Are we celebrating his depravity? To an extent. Uh, Stories reported that German black magic practitioners from this era... uh, 
as Chelsea would say, believe that candles were made from fetus skin and fat that allowed for his in, in, invisibility techniques and his supernatural powers. They used candles made of fetus skin and fat, which harkens back to the witches. It really yep. does, because that's the same thing that witches did was use baby fat, supposedly. Well, if you think about it, they're not going to invent new lore for each individual, for, for each individual witch, you know, yeah. like, oh, this person's convicted of practicing the black arts. It's like, okay, well, we're not going to get creative about it. They just did all the shit that we said that they all do. Okay, yeah, you did yeah. this. All right, no, no, you didn't admit to it. We're going to torture you more. You better admit. Better confess. Legends also maintain that the cannibalism uh, and the cannibalizing of the fetuses could give one the ability to transform. Peter Nears, guess what he could transform into? A log or a stone or an animal. A logger of stone would be very convenient. It's like, oh, no, I'm running. They're, they're on their way. They're going to get me. Log. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? You're, you play, ever play Call of Duty? Yeah. You ever play Prop Hunt? Prop Hunt? <laughs> it's one of the funnest, stupidest shooter game things in the world. I, I remember, like, Billy was, uh, started playing. And I was like, are you playing this? And he's like, yeah, because you showed me. Because the one day when me and Billy like drinking i was like oh you uh i was like just play call of duty before we record or whatever and then he i just put on call of duty for him and then he was cycling through it and he got prop hunt and he didn't understand what was happening he i came downstairs he's laughing his ass off and he's like i'm a tree man i'm a tree and he's like <laughs> running around and he's like they're trying to shoot me and i'm like man it's prop hunt which is is one of the most entertaining games because you can literally like just pretend to be a stone and just hold there yep. and then make replicas of yourself. And it, it is entertaining. I remember like and me and Billy literally just talked about recently. I was like, yeah, I fucking, like, I don't even know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know. So historians reported that the German black magic practitioners, uh, they would use these candle and these fetus cells. He could, he had the ability to shape shift essentially into certain objects. And as a black magician, it was believed that Nears, a kind of acquired an appetite uh, for infant side, which is infanticide. Is that what how you pronounce it? I think it's infanticide. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought it was like infant side. Like it's like it's like baby suicide. <laughs> <clears throat> it, it is infant side, but it's it's infanticide. I, I mean, we we could both be right. We could both be wrong. So, do you know what that entails? Killing an infant. Well, don't we all love to do that? You know. Yeah, abortions are... Babies in a blender. Uh, he, he is said to have used the skin of infants to make candles to allow him to break into homes undetected. He's like, man, if I if I mix this in, this skin in, into a, a whiskey drink and I drink it, I will be invisible. And maybe it's like this, like, obviously these stories are probably most likely folklore. But imagine if, like, it's just like... His, his will, the will of his mind to be like, I'm going to disappear. I'm going to do it. Like he's off mystery men. He's like, I can only disappear if no one's looking. Yeah. If absolutely no one is watching. <laughs> 
So it was it was said that he hacked off the hands of and feet of infants, cut their hearts out, and fucking ate them. Daddy yeah, chill. that's that's <laughs> fucking brutal. I I just looked up what exactly entails yeah. death upon the rack, and holy fuck. We'll dude. get into it near the end because we're 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 nearing to his crazy end. But he also allegedly also hacked off. The breasts of uh, young girls he killed. This is how brutal this story gets. He's like literally cutting off titties. Um, Didn't Andre Chikatilo do the same thing? Yes. That Russian serial killer? Yes. Andre he was Chikatilo, chopping off titties yes. and chewing on um, fallopian tubes. Yeah. Um, Andre Chikatilo did a bunch of stuff like that. And um, oh, what's that horror movie? Oh, me and Chelsea watched it for like, oh, it's going to bug me. There's like, they cut off a tit and I was like, they cut off a tit and it hit against the window of a car and it slid down the window and I was like, all right, I've had enough. Oh, um, the the house that Jack built. Oh, yeah. you watched that? Yeah. Have you ever seen it? No. It's I don't fucked. watch Lars von Trier. It's pretentious as fuck. It is a, we stopped it because it's very, like I'm, I like gory horror flicks, but he like chops off this girl's tit and then, like, throws it at a window, and, like, you see the tit just go down, like, the car window. Yeah. It's, yeah, Lars von Trier makes movies specifically to make you uncomfortable and just hate the fact that you watch them. Like, Antichrist or... It's very rapey. You know, like, there's a lot yeah, of... Uh, yeah, I, I, that's where I draw the line in horror. Too. I, I, I can't do, I can't do rape in horror. I just can't Well, do and the thing is, like, I've been watching, obviously, um, this Halloween season. I've been watching um, Eli Roth's uh, History of Horror, whatever, right? It's making mm-hmm. me want to revisit The Last House on the Left because it's been quite some time since I was, like, maybe 13. I've seen it once. I'm good. Like, I, I understand yeah. the genre, and I understand it has its own merits, and it has its own fan base. I'm not... I almost want to do it, it to just do it. Just watch it to see how, f- to remember how fucked up it was. Cause I was very young when I watched that, mm-hmm. like Clockwork Orange and stuff like that. Yeah. To me, it's, uh, I understand rape revenge films. I understand that in order for us to be rooting for the survivor yeah. to doing what they do. And as brutal as it is, we have to see the horrible acts that are, perpetrated yeah, see, against I, them yeah. i just I, I have a very hard time stomaching it i never liked uh, i spit on your grave it's one of those movies that like people use almost as a litmus test for other people you it's know, not a, it's, it's like, they're not good films to, in my opinion no. that's why i'm like uh, probably not going to revisit last house on the left i just want to watch it because it is wes craven and he's one of my favorites so and the the scene where the parents start to seek revenge is where i want to get to i'd rather just ra- yeah. skip over the rape scene Ugh. But that's what I'm saying is that I, I, I would agree with that as well because then the revenge part of the movie is the great part. That's that's yeah. fine. But you in order to understand why the this brutality. character is doing what they do, you have to... It's very fucked. Yeah. So, yeah, so Peter likes the lopped off fucking breasts of um, his victims, uh, the young girls he fucked with and, and killed. So while on the run, Peter Nyers was reported to have frequently changed his appearance to avoid capture. And this is where it kind of feeds into the black magic lore um, because they uh, thought that he could change at will in, into like a soldier or a leper for people that's someone who has a sickness that their skin's like peeling off and they're very sick and they have like essentially isn't a leper is like kind of like almost like close to tuberculosis where your like skin 
if you get no it, TB is your lungs degrading. Your lungs, um, yeah. Syphilis is something that also causes bodily. You yeah, know, doesn't um, if you get syphilis, your, like lips fall off and shit, and like if you yeah, no, it, it's necrosis. So like your uh, you know your nose falls off, your ears fall off, and all that so shit. Scary man. Uh, and I, I have a, had I have a very stupid leopard joke at some point. Say it now. Uh, it's all right. So leopard walks into a bar, right? And mm-hmm. uh, he sits down at the bar. It's fucking 100 degrees out in the middle of the summer. He looks at the bartender and goes, hey, let me get a beer. Bartender kind of looks at him like, all right, here you go. Hands him a beer. Guy pays for it, whatever. Drinks the beer. Looks at the bartender. Goes, hey, let me get another beer. The bartender looks at him and is just like, get, eat, eat, just getting more and more grossed out with each beer this guy is consuming. He's like, all right, all right, here you go. Take your beer. Guy finishes his beer. Asks for another one from the bartender, and the bartender's just like, uh, like, is visibly you know, disgusted at this point. And uh, the guy's like, look, it's fucking 100 degrees outside. You can see I'm not in the best of health. I just want another beer, and I'll get out of here. I'll get out of your hair. I'm sure I'm grossing your patrons out. And the bartender looks at him and goes, dude, no, it's, it's not you. It's the guy dipping chips in the back of your neck. <laughs> Which is fucking disgusting. Yeah, that's that horrible. Disgusting. There's good guacamole, man. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, yo, it's tangy. What are you, what are you putting this, man? So it, it is crazy. Obviously, the, the story started to appear that he could disguise himself. But more or less, it was probably if, if he had the money, because the whole thing is when he made this deal with Satan, supposedly, that's where he got his, his dark nature from. Is from doing this like black magic, black arts rituals that caused him kind of to like be a buddy with Satan. And Satan was like, you know, wherever you go, you'll have money. And you just uh, obviously like it was more or less him, but like commit these acts of murder and atrocities to to spread the name of Satan. And that's, you know, the devil's pain is very bad. And in my opinion, he's not. But it's just it's just these these folklore of that that's the, supposed to be the story because I said you those things, um, those two little docs and stuff about him, and it was that he made this bond with Satan and that he would always have money to quote unquote kind of thing. You know what I mean? Who's your buddy? Who's your pal? It's Satan. Yeah, no, uh, which seems like a terrible fucking deal. Like you'll always have money, but you have to kill a whole bunch of people. Like to keep cool, mine, yeah. Cool. Cool. So I'm not going to get to spend any of this money, <laughs> and I'm going to get like captured by the police and tortured and executed. That's you know what? I think I prefer being broke. Thanks, Satan, but yep. I'll pass. There was also several things about Peter that never changed. No matter what form he took, he was always known to carry money. Um, like I said, and the thing is like that, it is interesting. It's like no matter what he could was able to disguise himself as or turn into, he must have always had that scar or always mm-hmm. had those missing fingers. There's always these things that are probably inherently about his... It's it's almost like that Harry Potter magic bullshit. If you watch those movies, right? They have, like there's some. Um, I watched the movies. I, I read the books when they came out. Me too. Yeah. Like I, I'm a big Harry Potter fan. I don't give a shit. I've re, I've rewatched all of them at least three times. Um, they're good stuff. Like especially when you're stoned. I enjoy. Yeah, it. I, I've watched it enough that I don't generally watch them too much anymore. But uh, the Deathly Hallows was the first book that I cried at and threw against the wall and broke because <laughs> I was mad at it. So How could you break a book, bro? I threw it against the wall and the spine broke. Like, the binding came undone you because, you know, of the deaths in that book, I got very yeah. upset very quickly. So he always was known to carry money. 
money at the time, right? Quotations. Two loaded pistols, like I said, and a broad sword, a two-handed fucking big-ass sword. In 1579, arrest warrant was handed out. Everyone kind of heard about his folklore, well, at least who he was, and heard it in pamphlets. And Peter is described as rather old, with crooked fingers and a scar under his chin. Finally, in 1581, Peter Nyer's tenure as a serial killer would kind of come to an appropriate and disturbing end. By this time, Peter was well-known across the country. He attempted to kind of hide in plain sight, just like Freemasons do, when he was stopped at a a lodge uh, in Newmarket called the Bells, and he asked a local innkeeper to hold his leather pouch full of children's feet and penises and eyelids or whatever he kept, (laughs) and he visited the bathhouse. Why would you let that out of your sight? I know. I don't understand how you're smart enough to escape prison. You're smart enough to fucking get away with this stuff for as long as you do. Yep. And you leave a bag of evidence with a third party. Exactly. Why wouldn't you just like, I have this room and then you hide it? Like, uh, you could, you could, whatever, whatever kind of bed you have, even if it's a fucking, a bunch of straw, it's a, it's a hay bale bed. You tuck it in there. This is a bag that looks suspicious. Or it would, it would look what, suspicious it's tri- it's if you were in the bathhouse the carrying this bag with you. <laughs> so you, before you go into this town, you find a place and you stash it. You're a yes. bandit and you don't know this shit. Like, he, that's why I think a lot of this like, was, uh, you know, rumors made up by his, his eventual executioners. What's, what's, uh, this is the part that doesn't make too much sense. What should I do with this bag? And he's like holding it up. He's like, can you hold this for me? And it's like dripping of blood. And you can see the outline of like fucking little fucking boy feet and penises and fucking whatever the hell he had. Because he must have kept everything. He, he's nibbling on like little fucking fetus cocks as a fucking popsicle. And then he's like Ew. licking the toes. He's like, that's Ew. my... Yeah, he's like... Excuse me, excuse me, Frau Shopkeeper, can you please take my dripping bag of blood? Uh, sir, it uh, is uh, dripping, and it is very, uh, what is that? Is that, uh, Yeah, no, don't salsa? look inside or, or snoop around at all. There's absolutely nothing out of the ordinary. And can you just put it under the counter? I don't want to drip it into the bath. I'm trying to get clean. As you can see, I'm covered in blood and shit and all sorts of things that I just, I want to rid myself of this filth. As but can he, you hold my bag of baby pot? I mean, uh, my papers. My as, important papers. As he holds his bag out, it looks like a hand is coming out of the bag to shake his hand. <laughs> so bad. Um, oh, my God. I don't know why he would. He would and so he left it with the innkeeper and, and to like go to this bathhouse. And as uh, Anton, as someone of the community, have you ever been to a bathhouse? No, but I've always no? wanted to. So, any listeners out there, if you know of any bathhouse that are worth their fucking weight in salt, tell me, because I want to go. I know the one in Colorado yeah. is supposedly uh, pretty damn great, but, yeah. No, what, I, yeah. I, I, I want to go. A lot of people I'm, won't know about what a bathhouse is, but it's essentially we're... Google it. Yeah. That's Google all I got to say to you. Sorry, don't Google it. Duck, duck, go it. Fuck Google. Yeah. It's essentially, we're a bunch of uh, men go, and they just, they just towel free. Don't give a shit. Let their, their berries and twigs hang out. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's a cruising spot. It's, it's a spot where men of the lifestyle 
whether they be, you know, full on or ACDC for that matter, <laughs> uh, go to meet other men and, you know, just uh, whatever happens, happens. No, we're going to get off topic. Yeah, I know. Save that for another time. <laughs> All right. Save it for another time. But it is it is a location where people go to essentially get their dicky soaked. It's it's a place where men go for anonymous hookups. Yep. Uh, but now you have. And an remember, kids that. always play safe. Uh, so, yeah, he would go into this bathhouse and he would leave his bag with the innkeeper. And this would prove to be kind of his undoing. As Peter Nyers enjoyed his bath, the townspeople confronted the innkeeper to open the other pouch. But yet, what what actually happened, what I looked upon and read about, is that he was kind of just chilling. Like, and it's a bathhouse, so it's like there's like pools to an extent of what a pool is. There's probably like hot springs to an extent. You know, they have the hot coals. Imagine, mm-hmm. like, a uh, a sauna for everyone. Like, there's, like, saunas, and there's a pool. Well, bathhouses back in the day were public baths. That's where you went to take a bath. It's the same thing as Roman public baths. Ew. It's like, I don't think the orgies happened at the baths. No. They probably did at some points, but a bathhouse nowadays is not a bathhouse. I feel like I'm then. the only person I've seen this film. Have you seen Caligula? Yeah, of course. See, that film, it's a fucking crazy, man. We... We're, we're the film was published by Penthouse. I know we 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 are on a different level a level of getting along because like, yeah. man, I feel like I'm the only person that's ever seen that film because I choose my, to uh, s- sought out like fucked up films too. My younger brother, he was like, like twelve at the time, uh, got to go to a convention in uh, in Canada, one of the ones that I missed. And he met Malcolm McDowell, and he brought a copy of Caligula with him, and Malcolm McDowell just fucking looked at him, and he's like, no. Really? I'm not signing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he hates that movie. He doesn't want it to exist. That's hilarious. Uh, that, it's very funny because uh, for all we know, your brother could have been in the same expo that I went to because Malcolm McDowell was there and Mike Tyson was there. And I met Nev Campbell. And, nice. Uh, and I was very nervous and Chelsea was with me and I went up to her. I was like, you look very pretty, pretty today. I like you and scream. <laughs> I, was like, Can you I think you're a great actress. <laughs> I don't know why my voice is doing these things, but thank you. Yeah, and it's uh, for all the people, Caligula is hard to find, but I've seen it at least maybe two or three times. It's a, it, it's. It, I think Malcolm McDowell is awesome in it. To be honest, I think that I like Burgess Meredith in it. Yes, yeah, I think that Malcolm McDowell does a good job. It's a very um, closely looked at how perverted. Um, the Roman Empire was to an extent, and I think well, it when Caligula was running the show, it was real fucked up. It was just as bad, if not worse, than when Nero was running the show. Yeah, and uh, because yeah. there were there were good German emperors or no. not German, my God, Greek well, and Roman emperors yeah. to an extent, to an extent. Um, but yeah, that's that film. It's oh, so crazy, man. I get in these. I start drinking and blazing, man. I get fucking off topic with all this stuff because, like, it's crazy. Because as we're doing this, me and Anton are getting to know each other at the same time, right? So, so yep. like, and people start to recognize Peter Nears, and that that's where the story comes from. Is they start to look at him and be like, "Oh, isn't that the guy from all these pamphlets and these posters that we've seen?" So they're trying. They're starting to catch on, and they're starting to be like, "Oh, weird." So then they go to the innkeeper and they're like, yo, there's this guy in, in the bathhouse and he looks like super familiar to all these like wa- essentially like what they would claim now is wanted posters and, and pamphlets that have like it looks like this guy. Like he's in there right now. And supposedly the whole time 
Peter Nears was like oblivious. Like didn't even think about it. Was like, huh? There's a lot of uh, everyone's kind of leaving. Oh, that's better. Better for me. I can just relax and stretch out. Let my balls float above the water. I'm good. I like letting my dick just float to the top and then I push it back down. <laughs> so, and supposedly the innkeeper took it and opened the leather pouch, and inside were the dried hearts, hearts, and hands of fetuses, babies. And, like, when it comes to saying a fetus, I feel like that means, like, a very newborn baby, which makes well, fetus it is an unborn more. baby. Yeah, so... It, Otherwise, it would be mm-hmm. a newborn, right? Well, technically, we will get into, supposedly, what his real crimes were. Uh, realizing that these were possessions of black magic, because what they've been taught and, and, and thought about what black magic is, is that it has to do with everything with... Anything, the worst that the worst can get is the reason why they, you know, that's the black magic. Is it, it, like you said, how it's just like, it's, it's, what, what's the worst, what, 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 what wouldn't Jesus like? You know, I was like, what would Jesus do? What wouldn't Jesus do? What wouldn't Jesus like? Uh, cutting out babies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jesus didn't preach anything about murdering babies, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. So the townspeople, Knew whom they belonged to. They were like, we've heard these fucking stories. Nyers was easily uh, actually captured in the bathhouse. Uh, much to the shock of the authorities, he kind of probably sat there and was like, you caught me. Dude, he got the Richie Ramirez treatment before Richie Ramirez was even a fucking yes. thing. They chased he got his Richie. ass beat by all the town people. Yeah. And then, you know, I know his ass you. thrown in prison. <laughs> Richard Ramirez is also Billy's favorite and also partly mine. He's just an interesting cat, man. Do you uh you remember the movie Little Nicky? Yeah. Okay, do you remember the scene where they put out the APB for Nicky that he like killed a bunch of people? <sighs> and he's like, oh, face yeah, yeah. That's not me, that's that cockroach Tony Montana. <laughs> but uh when when the the shopkeeper sees him and he starts like yelling at him and uh, I don't know if it was Korean or Vietnamese yeah, with the yeah. Mang D, monster. I, I always picture like take that whole entire scene but put Richard Ramirez's face on little Nicky. True, like, because that's what everyone char- like. started to like clue in. Like that's yeah. that motherfucker, man. That, that might have been the same situation for Peter Nears because I feel like when they said the whispers started, that means that everyone was looking around being like, wait, yo, who, where do I know that guy from? Oh, that and then somebody you know probably walked up to him and they were like, "Hey, don't I know you?" He's like, "No, I don't. I've never been through here before." Didn't you? Didn't did I? Re, did, isn't this you? And he's like, "Sure, a pamphlet." But I heard you like like killed babies. And he's like, "No, yeah, aren't you the dude that like was ripping babies out of pregnant women and stuff?" <laughs> no, that was not me. That was uh, Nita Piers. <laughs> I am Peter Nias. I mean, fuck! I messed up my own <laughs> alias. I meant I am Nita Piers. You're looking for Peter Nias. See, we're two very different individuals. He has a scar here. And I have a scar there. See? So you, you see, it is on the total opposite side, so it couldn't possibly be me. Many people believe, um, many believe that Peter Nears was so easily arrested because he was supposedly separated from his magical objects. The things that kept Satan at, like, at bay. Uh-oh. Many believe Peter Nears was so easily arrested because he didn't have access from his, like, magical objects. He was separated from them. Which uh, we're supposedly believed to make him invisible. Yet he gives these objects to the innkeeper. Says, keep a hold of these. 
I'm going to go in the bathtub, but I'm going to relax, even though all these pamphlets and all these stories are going around about me. And then he's like, staying around, like, everyone's looking at me, but I'm invisible, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's crazy. You'd think that, like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be that foolish. No, I know. And near surround, uh, was like near surrendered and confessed to an astronomical 544 murders that included 24 pregnant women. I mean, that would be insane. Think about it. Like, if he, what if he was? Like, what if all of this is to be true and he's a master of the dark arts? And he is a master bandit that can go invisible. That number's possible. I guess. Who knows? Because it's not as though they have a, a radio system that they can call town to town. It probably takes at least a couple of weeks for a messenger to get there. I'm still on the fence of what if uh, if black magic exists. Because to be honest, I've messed around with the Ouija board. And I've kind of seen it, saw it, seen it, whatever, at play. I've seen weird shit. I, I've messed around with occultist magic since I was a kid, and uh, I'm not quite sure what I really believe. Right. So the new market executors gave Peter Nears a taste of his own medicine. 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 Uh, by delivering an especially violent death upon him. For three days, Nears was tortured. On the first day, the flesh of Nears was skinned off from his body, and hot oil was poured into his wounds. So they did torture him beforehand to an extent. They burned his little feeties and yep. and, and, oil and I and think when you him. yeah, and I do think that the skinning and the flaying came upon his execution. Yes. When they were like, all right, when, when we talked about the worst ways to die with Billy and Alex, mm-hmm. we talked about that. And the filleting is such a horrible way to die. Cutting those strips of flesh off you is horrible. And Think about it. It's nerve pain. So, you, oh, yeah, yeah I know. your skin's getting split off and it, it's all surface level pain. It's all super. I mean, it's not superficial wounds, but it kind of yeah. is. Yeah, Just because chunks of flesh. Uh, oh, no, because I've I've almost cut my finger off being a sh- when I was a chef for like almost yeah. eight years, um, and it fucking hurts, man. It's something that like it is in your nerves, your whole like your whole bone into your, like almost like it feels like your bone feels it into your hand. Yeah. your whole hand feels it if you cut your finger. It's well, like, like even you know enough. when you get that little piece of skin on your finger. That you go to, ha- you have to rip hang off because it, it pops up. Not a hangnail, but that <laughs> skin that comes yeah. up. And when you yank that, it feels horrible. And that's the top two layers of yeah, skin. Yeah, imagine that you're getting off. your fingernails pulled out like you're Japanese or some shit, man. Fuck that shit, no. So on the second day, Peter Nears' feet were greased and held above burning coils and roasted him alive. So this was so whatever they did beforehand, they must have tortured him to an extent. Like they yeah. they must have just did a little bitty tortures. Who knows? Maybe pull off the fingernails. Maybe something like that. Because they left the worst and the most brutal punishment to when they were like, had enough. and Like, hey, you're done. We have evidence now. Yeah. We have your baby toes, okay? Finally. You need evidence. You got a confession. (laughs) Yes. And he did admit it too, right? So on the third day, Nears was uh, strapped on the 
breakable wheel, the infamous Oof. medieval torture device, the wheel that would crush his body. And the executioner had hacked off Peter's limbs to finally kill him. So if you want to get into a little bit of what the wheel was about. So uh, the wheel is basically, you know, think, think just a wagon wheel that is laid on its side <laughs> yeah. that you get strapped to. And then you're, you're on a scaffold above so everybody can see you in this public execution place. You're naked. You're strapped to this thing. Your vertebrae are being pulled up like this. They're spinning you around, and they have this giant iron rod that they are bringing down upon your body just to oh, break fuck. bone after bone after bone. Uh, and if the executioner is compassionate, he'll hit you in the chest as hard as he can in an attempt to stop your heart and kill you quickly. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Bam! Like, that's that's a brutal, brutal, brutal way of but torturing fuck somebody. Fuck no. But again, if this dude was cutting babies out of pregnant women, then fuck him. He deserved it. Yeah, so, factor folklore. You know, obviously, the combination of popular and, and, and the folklore and the passage of time have kind of rendered the details of Peter Nyer's life and crime somewhat, like, unreliable. We don't really know if this is true or not. And right. his crimes and his kill count could be exaggerated, like every killer that we can't put a time stamp on to exact. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and when this happened, where this happened. Uh, separating fact from fiction, in Peter Neer's tales, it's, it's complicated. You know, by these two accounts of, you know, different serial killers. Because I eventually want to get into, uh, you ever heard of Chrisman uh, Jinnapertenga? No, I haven't. So, uh, Chris, uh, Chrisman, or Christman, you can say Christman if you want, but, uh, Jennifer, Christman, uh, Chris, uh, Christman, Christman, that's how it's spelled, uh, Jennifer Tanga, or Peter, uh, Stump. That, or, yes, Peter Stump was the werewolf, right? Yes, yes, uh, me and Billy yeah. talked about, actually, in the, uh, last year's Halloween on the werewolf episode. Hell yeah. Um, cause Chris. Christman, I think it's what we'll say Christman, but Chris, is it Christman allegedly murdered 964 people and was also executed via, via the breaking wheel. And I did Oof. put him on the list to see if it, it is worthy to discuss upon. Especially now that we've gotten to Pierre Nyers, I wouldn't mind getting into this guy. If he's like worse, he's claiming 900, almost a thousand people he killed. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting to find Sounds out, nice uh, you know, what we know about him. About him. Hell so, yeah. and also like, you know, Peter, uh, stump that, that, that believed himself a werewolf and actually like killed and ate 14 kids. So we don't really know because, you know, like it, it was it Peter Nyers making it a uh, pact with the devil. Was that the thing? And, and these people in history of folklore, um, I'm going to say he killed like, because of the time error. Like 50 to 100 people stole and robbed and did atrocious stuff, but it wasn't to the extent of what the folklore myths would believe you to think. Yeah, I have to agree. I'm sure they pinned as many murders as they could on him, and then once you're, you know, being tortured, you'll confess to fucking anything, so. And they could could be like, well, uh, little Daisy, your daughter went missing because of Peter Nyers. It wasn't because the, the king needed another plaything. Like, at the time, you know? 
Well, there's that natural need for closure, so I'm sure a lot of people got that closure by just pinning it on Peter Nears, and we yeah. didn't have forensics or anything, so they're like, okay, whatever, he's dead now, it, okay, it's done. Yeah, 100%. That was a really fun episode. Like, um, Fuck yeah. We, we always go off, and uh, guys, we said, me and Anton are kind of just... Kind of just getting to know each other a bit, so we kind of go off a bit in the, these fun aspects of the stories that we we talk upon. Uh, but it's the Halloween season, so tis they be spooky. And uh, I thought this is appropriate case. Spooky. So Hell yeah, yeah. Peter Nears is a weird thing, and that that death upon the rack is brutal. Cracking your bones, is spinning, and be like smack, smack, smack. Dude, fuck that. Medieval torture is no joke. And we will eventually get into that. It's a big case, and I have a book all on it, so it will come down the road. But uh, we have a lot That's of things on the docket. Um, so, you know, follow you know, that's It has everything on it. I'll add even more of where to find us on our Twitch page, on Anton's Twitch page. Um, but, yeah, the site's pretty updated. Like, go check that shit out, get some merch and stuff, and... Hell yeah, and as always, I'm uh, Anton at HP Shovecraft on Instagram, uh, Invader Daggett underscore TTV on Twitch, and you can find the link to my Twitch in my Instagram page. It's in my uh, my bio, so do it up. Would you be mad if I made one called Invader Faggot? Okay, so that is the number one thing that people always say. It is the low-hanging fruit. Well, so, no, easy. do it if you want, but it's like the HP Shovecraft, when that was my gamer tag, too many people were like, what's your cat's name? Like, fuck you, dude. Why is that funny? HP Lovecraft's cat's name. Uh, what's HP Lovecraft's cat's name? I feel like I know this. We can't say it on the air. <gasps> it's the N-word, isn't it? Yes, it's the N-word. I knew that. Fuck yeah, because HP... It's, uh, it's N-word man. Was, um, was a notorious, horrible, horrible racist, and it's, it's, I do not approve of it. I just we like slimy tentacle things that drive people mad. Love you guys. Stay strange, fuckers. to me for people live the way they do if they knew their body was a vessel the illuminati plays you to work consume party and never find about the extraterrestrials and the levels of reality fuck a salary if you got a sellout you want to battle me i'll yell out shit before you think while i know with the sword i swing the words I speak are sure to bring thoughts to your head The nerve of you to think that this is all in my head You're murdering children? Enough said When you see the present speaker hitting the words of a villain That loves death His smile swerves your opinion to trust what he says It's a giant joke to me I ain't buying your hopes and dreams You're an ant to a lion when your eyes open to see that you're alive and supposed to be Try to leave, but I can't breathe. We only think we see, but our heads are filled with medicine. When 
you hear the screams of the leaves on the trees? That's the end, my friend. Tomcat, Tomcat. What a world.